a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. <laughs> we slum it hard so you don't have to. I was making fun of Phil last time because he paused so long, but then I realized it's just like an, a delay on his line the entire time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't pause. Yeah, you're the one. Long pause. The delay is Zoom's fault this time. We aren't like lining up tracks after the fact. It's just yeah. Zoom, <laughs> or it's Phil's internet's fault potentially. Phil's internet. Turn off your camera, Phil. Maybe, guys. It's We're not going to talk about the clone debate this time. Scissor Sorry. connection is yellow. You say scissor connection? Yeah, your scissor connection is yellow. <laughs> yellow bellied connection. Where are you seeing scissor that? Scissor belly is purple. Uh, it was like the little, the four little bars on the bottom left of your face. Mm. Oh, it's color no. it's in a color for you oh but maybe the yellow doesn't mean it's bad yeah mine doesn't have colors <laughs> i think i think it just means yeah i think it just means that's just what something i don't think it means anything did you guys see that uh that new keely pedal that came out last week actually like today which one the keely hydra no, Hail Hydra, um, Stereo Reverb, and so. Tremolo. Oh, nice! It looks pretty cool. It's like, it's, the like same... a, it's like a Fender in a box. Yeah, it's like the same um, enclosure as the Echoes. So it's got the presets and and everything, and the stereo ins and outs. Oh, nice! How do you how do you access the presets? Do you like hit both foot switches or something? It must be. So it has two foot switches. One says reverb, the other one says tremolo tap. So I'm assuming you can turn them on independently and then it also somehow activates tap for the tremolo, I would assume. Man, there's like so much going on on that pedal. There's a lot. There's a lot of jacks. I yeah, assume there are a lot of, I guess it's stereo, right? But then there's are those like expressions? There's got to be like a tap in in and then like expression or something. Or maybe yeah. it's MIDI. It could be MIDI. Maybe MIDI. Hmm, could be. It's uh, maybe MIDI. <laughs> the picture's too small. Uh, bathe your sound in high fidelity, true stereo, tremolo, and reverb with the new Hydra. Okay, so. Save up to three presets. TRS. Okay, so the, the jacks remote. say the one of them says tip equals reverb and ring equals tremolo. And then the other jack says TRS expression pedal. So that, like, what could that possibly mean? That the jacks, like, you're switching off? It's like a remote switch. Turn it on and off, maybe? Yeah, don't switch your jack off. I mean, don't jack your switch. Wait, wait. <laughs> what am I trying Not to worse. say? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Gauge reverb trails on the fly. No more internal dip switches. 
the pictures are really small and external tap tempo units okay so but is it so like you can do a reverb? double double tap double tap you can't triple tap a double tap lloyd we should have researched this <laughs> that's i don't know about that a remote <laughs> tap tempo but i don't know what the infinite hold for reverb trails oh that's probably it's probably tap for like hold tap for the tremolo trails. and hold for reverb probably so infinite hold guys so infinite. if you do like you could do like a dual foot switch right into that yeah yeah i don't know how they could advertise that because there's no way they have like tested that it can actually hold inf- inf- infinitely long that's you know? true that's at most they could have tested it for like a few months exactly i bet they didn't even do that I they bet should they never even tested it over they should call it theoretically infinite hold exactly <laughs> approaching infinite hold potentially infinite plus it can't be infinite if it starts at some point it's true yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't being held two thousand <laughs> years ago when the earth was created six thousand years ago six oh yeah sorry <laughs> two thousand years ago is when the earth got good yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> i do, I do. <laughs> Shout out to Carmen, by the way. Effect order switching. <laughs> it seems pretty cool. Have you, you guys, we've talked about Keeley reverbs before, right? Yeah. Have we? I thought we had. Maybe not. I know we talked about Keeley delays. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, I had that. Well, we talked about the caverns a little bit, mm-hmm. which I liked the delay, but I wasn't a huge fan of the reverb on it. But. Yeah, I haven't had a ton of Keeley pedals. I've had. I've I was intrigued by the caverns four, though. Four you liked it. I never had it. I was intrigued by it though. I thought you had the small version of it, like the old version. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, and I didn't like that one very much. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, it's all, all the. I think. I mean, I don't know because I haven't tried any of the newer stuff, but all their like reverbs that I've tried are like good but not like oh that's not like cool or exciting in any way i don't yeah and honestly i'm not the person to like analyze a reverb pedal anyways yeah that's fair i'm not really either i am well why have you not done it then you should have analyzed it phil you b-hole freaking d-hole just butthole some reverb and tell us how it sounds tell us how cavernous it is how cavernous do you think there's ever been a reverb pedal that has advertised itself as being like throwing your sound down a hallway <laughs> i mean there's hall reverb is that what that means That's true. is that what hall reverb means like throwing a hot dog down a hall reverb <laughs> i was thinking i was on a on a video chat with um ryan from six cycle hum and some other people just like he did um, no he Humble did what's brag. It, stream yard is that what he calls it where he, and he's like oh whoever wants to jump on so i jumped on yeah. but i had this idea that it would be cool if someone was like doing like impulse responses and like modeling like odd reverbs uh-huh so like you could do like you could model like the reverb inside a thimble <laughs> and like <laughs> or like you know this is like coffee mug reverb <laughs> That'd be cool, right? <laughs> well, it would just be almost non-existent. 
but it depends like how sensitive can you get and then you could like expand it like this is like an amplified version of thimble reverb but it's not a it's not a matter of amplitude it's a matter of time that it would just decay so quickly that you i didn't mean amplitude in terms of like actual amplitude I that's not what he meant cold like amplified, meant, like, amplified as in like made larger made larger yeah is that how sound larger. works I, don't know. I just don't know how sound works clearly you have a lot to learn about <laughs> sound i mean it would be it would honestly as a as like a legitimate idea um and maybe this exists like in the pro audio world but it like why can't you just buy like the impulse response of a famous concert hall or something like that yeah i'm sure you can because i know you could even like you can just like you can do model whatever room you want like yep impulse response pretty easily literally do that for my job yeah so i'm sure there are there is someone who i want like but does but modeling modeling isn't perfect you can also measure like you go in and measure the frequency response you know yeah in fact that's a lot of what like because a lot of the jobs i work on i'll do an oralization ahead of time uh, to see what it will sound like and then compare it to what it actually sounds like and sometimes it does a pretty good job but here you go the convology famous halls and churches collection oh yeah because you're because you you convolve a signal with an impulse response to get the result you can't that's why it's called that Yes, you can. You can evolve. Can and, and can. will evolve. Should you? You could evolve, but should you evolve? They That's should the call question. it the should evolve. Should, should evolve. evolution. Should evolve. I'm trying to see like <laughs> who they have. Is it famous concert halls or whatever? It says yeah, concert halls and churches. Oh, okay. But I think they're all like. Like the names are like names that like hint at things, but aren't you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like how the DS one model on a thing is called the orange yeah. dirt or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So I have no idea what it is because <laughs> they're all things that I don't understand. Which is weird. Oh, no, because you can like... get the Sydney Opera House. Okay. Um, you can get Martha's Vineyard, Ocean Park Harbor. Outside ambience, ambiance. <laughs> they did the reverb time of an outside venue. You can get terror on Elm Street. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> it seems like they lost the plot a little uh, bit. Whoa! You can listen to samples. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Martha's Vineyard one is so bad. It's just some dude talking what? as if he's on like an outdoor PA. <laughs> Oh, that's Here, terrible. How, can I share it? How do I share my screen and sound? <laughs> We've been through this, Aaron. I've never done it though. Oh, just click the box. All right, you ready? Music in the gazebo begins at 8 p.m. Fireworks <laughs> at dark. This is truly one of the best events of the summer, and admission is free. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's the is opera awful. house. like raining outside raining inside i don't know that is awful (laughs) 
I wanted I want to put that Martha's Vineyard one on like guitar or something. Why would you ever want that? I guess if you're doing like like that's a radio like so, show. That's like not good reverb though. If you're doing like that a radio show like, and you want to like make it sound like not good, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, for like novelty, not for like yeah, not for like coolness. The the, the very famous. It's also just really crappy. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. There's like a very famous recording. I don't know who originally did it. It was somebody with. I think it was someone at some Oddcon, which is called, which is like one of the big organizations for audio mm. stuff. Um, did this recording, this anechoic recording, and then you can use it to hear what your room would sound like, you know. And it's this guy just saying, "Sound. It's not just the air vibrating. Sound means feelings." It. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the rest of it is because usually you cut it off after that because you're like showing samples to a client or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but. There's at least if Scott Hamilton's listening to this, he's going to hear that and he's going to think, yeah, you know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the air vibrating. Sound means feelings. It refreshes our minds. It makes us feel <laughs> happy. Something. Oh, what else does it say? <laughs> yeah, it's this whole thing. So shout out to, to all those people out there doing room oralizations. Oralizations. Yeah. Excuse R- me. What? A-U-R-A-L. I'm sorry. What? What Don't are you doing sorry. Thrones? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Sphincter says what? I like the idea of a tap tempo tremolo, but I've never owned one. I mean, I I kind of liked it. I, I mean, the Mobius had that, obviously, mm. and I would use it, um, but I... I'm not good at like subtle tremolo, which I think like whenever I would use tremolo, it was like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like choppy tremolo. It's like, well, I'm going to use this effect. It might as well be obvious. Right. Yeah, that's true. I got the, um, I bought that JHS course pedal from their three series. Uh huh. Um, and it has like a vibrato mode, you know, uh huh. I've been using that a little bit when I play the last couple of times I've played out at church. Um, just like really subtle and like long. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like horribles a little bit. That's but nice. I can't imagine using tremolo that way. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know something about it. Just when it's slow, it kind of bothers me. <laughs> it's like, feel it getting louder and quieter. Like it sounds like something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, my sound's cutting out. And it's probably just my own lack of skill at using it. But yeah. Yeah. Same thing with reverb for me. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I'm not a very good guitar player is a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't see that. None of us are. It's all right. Phil. I'm an excellent guitar player. I'm not very good. Have you been able to get by financially through COVID, even though your band hasn't been gigging? (laughs) (laughs) Have you started a GoFundMe yet? No, what I do is I leave my guitar case open all the time in my classroom. And the children, <laughs> the children, you're, will throw their, you're basically busking as a teacher. Yes, they throw change in, in when they walk in the class and I'm playing music on passing periods. 
dude, you should drive. Or if you're bus. just like sitting there grading homework, they walk by, throw a quarter in. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. just they throw money at me all the time. Yeah. You give them better grades if they give you money? No, never. Nice. But like if we weren't recording. Well, wink wink. <laughs> but Come do you now. tell them you're gonna give them better grades if they give you money? Absolutely. Yeah. That's they, how it works. Like they believe like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, Why do they you think they can't know. How do you do think he not. can afford a pool? They're like, you said you were gonna give me a better grade. Yeah, you would have gotten a worse grade. Yeah. It's like and yeah. you worked hard. <laughs> you did Sorry. get a better grade. You, yeah, you, I did give you a better grade. Can you imagine how crappy your grade would have been if you didn't give me that money? <laughs> yeah. I'm failing, Mr. E. If you didn't give me that two dollars and thirty two cents. Mr. E. How many Mr. of your kids e. call you Mr. E? We'll never know. Mm. Get it? Because it's a, a, a mystery. <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> I would not have gotten that if you hadn't pointed it out. Uh, I wonder if anyone else would have gotten it. Probably. I created a SoundCloud account called Lil Mystery. Lil Mystery? Uh, and... Um, I haven't uh I haven't put anything on it yet. Is it like Lil L I L and then yeah. Miss M I S S? No. And then M Tree M R Lil Miss Tree. No, L I L apostrophe space capital M lowercase R period space capital E. M R is But was the pun intended? The mystery part of it? Yes. Oh. Lil Mystery. Little mystery. Well, you're saying it like that, that, but that's not how it's written. Your, uh... It's written like little Mister E. Yeah, yeah. But you say little mystery. That's okay. what you call your uh, your thing. <laughs> you like slurred it even more. That's little mystery. You call, you call your thing little. You say little it like mystery. little mystery. <laughs> no. no. Okay. No, Aaron. <laughs> well, thanks. I'm just trying to get an answer to a question here. All right, my next guitar is going to be a bass, I think. Either a bass or a Tele Deluxe. Nice. And a Tele Deluxe, is that the one with wide range humbuckers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Custom is the other one, right? Where it's got a like a regular Tele neck or Tele back pickup and then the neck is the humbucker. Yeah. It's got the neck and the back. Yeah. And the other ones. <laughs> Dude, so I've been talking a lot about Aaron Sorkin lately, and I was listening to this podcast. Know. I know, but I was listening to a podcast <laughs> called, um, what was it? Oh, The Rewatchables. Have you ever, you ever listened to that, Cole? Yes. It's on the Ringer Network, Bill Simmons, and et cetera. But yeah. they're talking about this movie called The American President, and they do a segment called Half-Ass Internet Research. It's one of the topics. And <laughs> they're talking about um, that Aaron Sorkin is on record as saying that he wrote that movie in like like in one go in a hotel Lockie locked himself in a hotel smoked a bunch of crack cocaine (laughs) (laughs) wrote the script to the american president and developed the the spec the like the um like the treatment for uh sports night at the same time (laughs) that's hilarious wait and didn't that movie it was right around the same time as the west wing did 
was it like concurrent? So, no that was earlier so so the movie came out in like 95 yeah and then i think the west wing came out in 2000 so they're like we think you did such a good job with this movie we really yeah. need you to explore well so he he wrote they had the american president and then he did sports night was on tv and then in the second season of sports night he's they did the first season of the west wing so he's writing both those shows at the same time for the first season of the west wing um so Crazy. i don't know like how the contracts happen but i know the west wing like borrows pretty heavily from american president in terms of like themes and tone and stuff so i think it was like his attempt to make it better seems like you guys have ever watched the west wing step one kick out michael douglas yeah dude well i think michael douglas is probably like too big for tv at that point step two um although even like getting martin sheen to lead it on a tv show was like pretty crazy at the time that was that was very weird yeah that show did not start in the 2000s when did it start it was in the 90s which part of the 90s i'm just saying there's no way it started at the same time as the show 24 okay you're right it started september of 1999 was it really that late yeah huh when did, when did 24, 24 start? I think 24 started later, though. Yeah, 24 was like... Yeah, a couple years later. But was yeah, they were on concurrently. That's my guess. I, I think it was like 2004, because uh, I think it started I think after my mission. Four, no, dude. 2001. Okay. Uh, we were what probably watching cool? like DVDs or something. Dude, the first season of 24 is was pretty freaking good. Yeah, dude. How dare you? Maybe the even first the first couple. Only? I said maybe even the first couple. Like it kind of got whack at the end. Honestly, that was like a stressful. That was like one of those really shows. Good. I would legitimately get stressed out. Like yeah. leading up to Thursday. Was it on Thursday? I don't know. I watched it. On maybe it was like, Monday. But yeah, we would. I we, watched it on Netflix, but like the DVD version of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, I, so you'd I watch like three episodes and then you have to wait. Back and wait for the next three. <laughs> I remember well, we were on a two disc plan. So I had a, a group of friends that were like that were passing around one or two sets of season one and season two. Yeah. Of, like they owned some somebody bought them and it was like every friend like each weekend was like smashing through the entire season and then give it to the next <laughs> one. Oh, oh gosh, no, so I remember good. I was wrong. I remember my wife's uncle and aunt who were like relatively young um they're probably like 10 or 15 like 15 years older than me so you know relatively young but they in like that era they were like when we first got married they were my wife buying and I, every dvd they had like all the dvd box sets yeah yes of every cool show yeah so we would like borrow them from them and just like watch them all fast so we watched like all of 24 through them they had the west wing which we borrowed but i didn't couldn't get into at the time because you weren't liberal enough at the time i guess yeah (laughs) which is funny that they liked it so much because they were telling me like oh it's the best show and they're not liberal at all um and then he tried to get us to watch lost which i also didn't get into 
think I watched one episode. I loved Lost. But they had all the friends seasons. They had <clears> like, I love Lost. Like every show. <laughs> they just had like tons and tons of DVD box sets. <laughs> no, yes, love Lost, Phil. <laughs> no, love wins. It did. It did. Lo- it did lose. Love Lost. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch coal in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Do you love Lost? I did up yeah. until the last freaking couple seasons. Yeah, it, it totally falls apart. Actually, I would say there, um, I, I think it's, I think it's season one through four are the good ones. Yeah. It might be one. The first four three. seasons are very good, and then as soon as, I mean, realistically, spoilers, lost spoilers coming up. As soon as they actually got off the island, everything kind of went to crap. Wait, okay. they get off the island? Oh damn it, Aaron! Um, he said spoilers, so this I is know, your I'm just, fault. I'm not saying He's not don't tell me. <laughs> I'm just now, asking they, question. they do get off the island and then famously Jack says we got to go back. Yeah, oh, dude. Okay. For an entire an entire episode basically. Or okay, but it like for the entire episode. He just says it over and over. But So the first like 3 when it was all just about the hatch. Mm-hmm. Getting into the hatch, figuring out who the smoke monster was. That stuff was good. The mm-hmm. others the others was really good. Oh, dude! One time Hurley came to our to my store when I worked at Borders. Oh, serious? Yeah, he was bought he some cool in real life. Yeah, he was pretty cool. He was chill. But he didn't actually win the lottery in real life, right? No, I mean he won the the lottery of looks. I mean, he won the lottery of being able the to be a famous actor, lost. looking yeah. the way he did. <laughs> he won the life lottery. Yeah, um, he won the lottery of having a Weezer album named after him. That's true. So it is pretty crazy. I remember like up until I mean, really, it was when Charlie died that it went like south, right? Wait, Charlie dies? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Is Charlie the bald guy? No, Charlie's Pippin. No. Oh so, yeah. He's or, Mary. Or Mary, one of the two. <laughs> so the the um, remember when he was in that Eminem video? All hobbits look the same to me, Aaron. Do you remember that? I don't. Oh. Are you just saying that because he looks like Eminem? No, he's in an Eminem video where he's like <laughs> beating his wife. Oh, I don't think that's him. That's not on Stan. No, not Stan. <laughs> oh. He's in uh, the one for um, that one with Eminem featuring Rihanna. The monster? Yeah. I'm in love with the monster. Yeah. That song that dude, is Dominic. Dominic something. And I love videos of when Rihanna does that live because then Eminem will come out sometimes and the crowd just uh, loses their minds. Do they lose like, themselves in the music at the moment? Exactly. They do. They own it. They gotta never let it never go. Never let it go. So one shot. Did not miss his chance to blow. 
Can you so imagine here's, getting here's Rihanna tickets and then getting to see Eminem? Yeah. Here's what makes me mad about Lost. There, there were so many elements of like great writing and great storytelling uh-huh. mixed in with like just really, really horrible decisions and choices. Totally. And and one of the things that I still I still like I when I I stop and think about it, I'm like man that was crazy, is from episode one they're doing flashbacks of people are on the island and then they're having flashbacks of being back their their life before the island mm-hmm. and then like in season three or season four you're seeing flashbacks and it's like and as you start like looking at like critically at the at the flashbacks it's like wait something seems weird here and then you realize these flashbacks this entire season have not been flashbacks yeah, they've, they've been, been flashed flash forwards forwards yeah and it was so mind-blowing yeah that was really cool oh early and then they do that six cents style yes because then yes. you go back it and watch like, it and it's like oh it gives it a new meaning when you watch it yes and, and then you're like wait what and but then it was like it was such a great like technique and i feel like they squandered it because they yeah. they just did so many dumb things they're also like that show is like the quintessential like they had a lot of huge payoffs that they didn't really earn you know yeah yes like they, there would be like huge plot twists and it's like, well, the writers just wrote that, you know, like they didn't, mm-hmm. nothing actually led to that. And then, you know, the, the whole, like they very clearly had the first couple seasons in mind when they created the show. Yes. And then they were just writing on the fly as they went, you know, after that, which I don't yes. blame them. Like who, who starts a show thinking they're going to get eight seasons. It's not normal, but, yeah. but it, well, the, the story I heard was that, um, they, they had, it was a mid season ad and they had some show that was like ending. They had like a, and they knew they had like a budget of blah, blah, blah. And JJ Abrams was kind of a, uh, like an up and coming hot ticket item. And they're like, do you have any ideas? And he goes, yeah. And they're like, what is it? And he goes, okay, what if it's like, okay, like, just go bear with me here. What if it's Gilligan's Island, but it's like <laughs> super serious and there's all these people and there's like all these mysteries on this island and they're mystery? like, okay, wait, what? And then he's like, yeah. yeah. So like show starts. Actually, originally it's like telling each individual story and how they overlap and stuff. Mm. And there's like a bunch of kind of non sequitur type mysteries that resolve themselves or whatever. So he, he basically pitched the idea kind of off the top of his head. And then they, they like threw a show together very quickly is what I've, what I've heard. Like that, that set from the original episode of like actual plane wreckage Mm -hmm. on a beach in Hawaii. They like, they bought a plane and then tore it up and like burned parts of it. (laughs) They didn't use that, that plane crash scene that everyone uses that uh, universal studios. I yeah, there's like this one plane crash set that a lot that's used in like a bunch of movies. Well, well, I know that they filmed on Hawaii, and all of the actors like got houses in Hawaii. And who's the um, Fast and Furious girl? (sighs) Oh, you know which one? 
She she has okay, a, the Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Michelle Rodriguez She's in lost. She was in like season. Oh, she was three one of the or others. four. No way. But here's what's like crazy, her. Aaron. Here's what's crazy. Did you see that movie Girl Fight? That was cool. So she's. I've seen a lot of movies of girl fights. Or did you see that movie um, Deep, not Deep Blue? What was it called? Deep Blue uh, Sea? To the Blue. The Ice Cube one? No. Under the Blue. No, the surfing. The, one, the girl the surfing, surfing one, one, yeah. The one oh. with her and uh, Kate Bosworth. I think it's Deep Blue. Anyway, so she's on the show. Blue Crush. She was like kind of a big actress at the time mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. So she gets on the show. She buys a house in Hawaii because she's like, oh, I'm a bigger than the now. dude from Party of Five. Well, like, I mean, as I big, see what you're saying. Yeah. And then she was like um, the Danny DeVito, not quite like that big much, enough that like, she was getting paid enough, a lot of money to buy a house. But she, she, well, she big buys enough a house that it was like, oh, she's oh, on Lost. Like she was bigger. I'm than on a big show. shot. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm on a bit. I'm on a hitch TV show. I'm buying a house in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then she um, was off the show. Got a DUI. Oh, sick. And then they were like, <laughs> and then they were like, we're Nick kicking Roger you off the show. show. Did yeah. they have like a morality and they literally clause after. or what? They had like a morality clause, like you're not allowed to drink and drive. And it was uh, if you I, watch the episode where she dies, like you can tell they shoehorn that plot line in. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's like, wait, what? You don't know what like a morality some... clause is, Phil? I do, but I just oh. don't think that was it. Is that what? Is that what you guys? But I'm saying, why do they fire? Why do they fire her? Uh, like, she is a like. I think it. I think it. May, maybe. Maybe it technically was a morality clause, but like, it was. Uh, I think it had to well, do with DUI is illegal. All... It's not a morality thing. It's not like she had sex out of marriage I know, but clause, she's not the, the first person was, on a tv show to have a dui but it's I think like it had to do with we we want good morale with the it was like um, a big people of hawaii oh yeah i see that and we don't want you know we don't want hollywood hotshots yeah, jeopardizing us look the bad. whole production well and let's be honest I she's think, not big enough like if it was yeah, freaking yeah, tom cruise and he got true. a dui he would have stayed on the show you know that's true dude can you imagine if season three of lost like tom cruise is just Hey, I'm on the show now. <laughs> I think that like kind of like wrecked her career for a like, while. That DUI. I love this show. I love the show. Can I be on it? They'd be like, sure, Tom Cruise. Yeah, you see that. Like, what other shows do that all the time? Or they'll do cameos of people that like the show. Well, I know that James Franco, he was like, hey, I've always wanted to be in a soap opera. Can I be on your soap opera? And they were like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he was. And on so then like, he was on a soap opera for like that. three months. He was on that hospital one for well, no like reason they... other than I've always wanted to be on a soap opera. That's like an annoying thing they do in Star Wars, where they let famous people do like yes. extra work, and it's like, well, now the extras like, <laughs> like can you yeah, imagine totally like being an extra and getting to be a Star Wars? That would have been awesome. But instead, it's freaking James Corden or whatever his name is. Is that, is that his name? British guy. She was in the second season of Lost. Literally, both of the British yeah, she prince, was, princes. Was she only in the second season? She was in the first season finale, and then yeah, because yeah, the season, season finale is two. when they met the others. She was one of the like basically what happened. Uh-oh. Are you ever going to watch it, Aaron? I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't really have like the whole first season. Each episode is kind of devoted to but one I don't individual. Care. Spoilers don't bother me. Each episode is like. 
about one person, you know, mm-hmm. and the in the plane that crashed. And then the very last episode of the first season, they find out when the plane crashed, it split in half and half of it landed on the other side of the island. And each group thought they were the only ones on the island. And then they right. found each other and and they're wait, like, oh, wait, you're the others. Wait, and they're on. like, why are we the others? Wait. Just because the story's been focused on you this whole time. No, like, no, no, no. Cole, you're, wait, wait, I'm lost. You're mixing it up. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cole, you're mixing it up. The back half of the plane was not the others. The others well, were yes, the indigenous y- peoples. No, the others were not the indigenous people. I mean, there was one guy in the others who were the indigenous people. Who were? Initially, the others were the other people. <laughs> he was a he crazy was a, scientist. The crazy yes, scientist. He was pretending. Had, like, he was pretending to be. That's the only way he was able to infiltrate their camp is because each person thought he was a part of the other group. Mm. Yes, but then he was exactly, and then he was part of like a bigger group. That had like a weird bunker with scientific yes, like, I know. polar bear. But what I'm saying is in the show, the people they refer to as the others initially are the people who were in the other half of the plane. I don't I'm I'm like so adamant about this, and yet I'm only fifty percent sure that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the words that we are saying sound like complete druggy nonsense yeah that was the crazy the I have no idea what you're talking about. oh no the others were the okay guys, the okay scientists with the polar bear <laughs> like oh cool the followers of jacob oh okay so you're right you mentioned the dharma initiative now. so they talk about it says referred to by the dharma initiatives as the hostels or the natives hmm. and also by the tail section survivors of oceanic flight 815 as them a group of people living on the island who are followers of Jacob. Oh, this is we're getting into Dude, spoilers here. Okay, so you're BS. right, Phil. Yes. But By what, the way, but what about Eminem, like when they Eminem meet? and Rihanna song was "Love the Way You Lie," not "Monster." Sorry, go ahead. A group of midsection survivors set sail on a raft. That's so funny. They refer to them as the tail section survivors and midsection survivors. The halter top survivors. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the others were the ones who were already on the island. Yes. Oh, but remember their village wasn't like there was the village where they actually lived, but then there was the village that was just Oh yeah. <laughs> that is a man, the first you should go watch the first four seasons of Lost. Eric. Right. You know I'll what you should it. also watch? The no. first two seasons of Alias. Dude, and hot damn, that show's awesome. Okay. The first two seasons anyway. Is it? The rest of it dumb. Dumb, it always looked dumb. dumb. Like the whole thing looked dumb to me. But did you like? Did you like uh, did Felicity? I did not watch that. You did not watch Felicity. Mm-mm. Well, good because it's nothing like Felicity. Okay. Because there's like karate. Okay. I didn't watch like, espionage shows. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. I didn't watch Party of Five. I didn't watch Felicity. I didn't watch. All the WB Alias. shows. I didn't watch Lost. I didn't watch Buffy. Dude, I'm so triggered right now. I didn't watch any of those shows either, but I did watch Lost after the fact. 24, I watched. I did. Watch I was 24. probably watching live when it. I guess if it started in 2001, it would have been like season three or four. Mm-hmm. And it was like appointment watching or whatever. Yes. 
but it was also very stressful. And they just kind of, I mean, it's the same thing that happened in lost. Yes. Like they just have to keep getting more and more ridiculous, I guess. Mm. But yeah. Dude. Remember when Jack had to just shoot that dude in the head down by the train tracks? Oh, dude. Remember when he, or was, wait, I'm thinking something else. Did he like torture someone with a lamp? Yeah, dude. He, yeah. he like pulled the cord out the of a lamp. lamp and, yeah, dude. <laughs> I couldn't remember if that was 24 or if that was um, one yeah, that of was, the. Um, it does sound like a born. Yeah, or like a, a born movie or something. Taken. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson's. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Just lamp torture. Oh, yeah. Because that was the whole thing where like, oh, he, he's crossed a line now. Dude, like, dude. Uh, tw- Lost a had a good. Lost had Saeed. That was his name, right, Phil? Oh yes, and he was like a he was like a torture artist. I did watch. Yeah, Heroes. Dude, did you guys? His watch character Heroes? is so good, dude. First episode, he's like, uh, they're like, oh, so they're all like swapping stories. Okay, so we need to we're gonna be here for a while. So let's you know find out about each other. Yeah. So what did what did you do before the plane crash? And he goes, um, I was in the military. And he goes, oh, well that's cool. So uh, what branch? And then he pauses and he turns and he goes, Republican guard. <laughs> and the guy goes, <laughs> He's like, we're the ones that you call the bad guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I like, that, I like that you called him a torture artist, like a sandwich artist. <laughs> exactly. He made like $8.50 an hour. What's the torture version of Subway? It's just Subway, right? <laughs> <laughs> That was a well-constructed joke on the fly like that. <laughs> it, I, it literally came to me as I was yeah. asking the question. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> it was Are we playing be. a game this week? Or no? no? All right. I mean, we I didn't think play so. A game. We gotta play a game. Okay, Aaron, let's play a game. You start. Okay. All right. This is called Guess let's- That Episode Review. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Please do it. Please just read things on IMDb and then we'll guess what it is. <laughs> no, on Amazon. I'm going to read Am- Amazon DVD. <laughs> oh, I got an idea. Oh, yeah. I That's got an like... idea. I got an idea. Read an actor or actress bio and then we have to guess who it is. Oh, that's pretty good. That is actually very good. Um, Here you go, though. Okay. This is called A Cure for Pain. Who knew? Five stars what? by Bamor. Wait, somebody titled an actress bio A Cure for Pain? No, this is Amazon a, review. a review, an Amazon review of a movie. Oh, okay. My second grade granddaughter had two teeth pulled yesterday. She was crying because she hurt. I tried a liquid children's pain reliever. She threw it up and refused more. I was desperate. I had purchased this DVD for Christmas, so I pulled it out early and decided to try to distract her from the pain. She had never seen this movie previously. She watched it seven times in a row. Whoa. It got her through the day. I am so thankful for this movie. (laughs) Five stars. Seven times in a row. Uh, (laughs) Clockwork Orange? No. (laughs) That is wild. <laughs> Do you, would you, you watch this, would you watch this movie as a kid? Yes, I did. 
I did watch this movie as a kid. And I would have. I would have and I did. <laughs> I owned the VHS. My friend's sister put a sticker on the you know, like the VHS has the flap part. Uh-huh. She put a sticker on the flap. Like inside of it or on the outside? On the outside. But I was so worried. I was like, I'm never able to watch this movie again because if I put it in, the sticker's gonna get stuck in the VCR. <laughs> but it was seems, fine. It was fine. <laughs> seems a little dramatic of you, Aaron. <laughs> It was fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> is it an animated movie? It is not. Oh, man. Does the is movie it... wear glasses? Is it Man of the House? I'm just thinking, like, you know, Does clue the rules. movie wear glasses? Like we're doing Guess Who? Yeah. Oh, that's what. Sorry, Guess Who, yeah. Oh, does not. Okay, let me read you another review. This one is called Our Daughter Was in Kindergarten When Blank Came Out and It Was Her Favorite Movie. When our kids were little, every year we would go to a special family Christmas movie. Our daughter was in kindergarten when Blank came out and it was her favorite movie. Now as an adult, it's still her favorite Christmas movie. (laughs) Our son's little girl is almost the same age as our daughter was when the movie came out. And to see the delight on our granddaughter's face and listen to the peals of laughter as I'm going to give you a hint. Oh, as Home Kevin, Alone. Yes, Home Alone. Home Alone. As Kevin thwarts the burglars, as our granddaughter calls them, with sheer <laughs> joy. It attend, it watching added, a movie at a Christmas party about Kevin wait, thwarting some burglars. Burglars, as our daughter, granddaughter calls them, like, like no one else calls them the burglars. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's who they are. The uninvited it's guests. Like, we know the their name bandits. is the wet. We know the their name bandits. is the wet bandits, but she just calls them the burglars. She's an idiot. <laughs> what a What a goofball. <laughs> kind of disrespectful not to call them by the name that they prefer, you know. Yeah, it was Home Alone. All right, let's do this Hashtag IMDb no thing. How is this going to work? Am I reading actor uh, bios? Actor actor bios. All right, yes. I found you a pick, person. You pick a star, and then click on their bio, and read I've it. chosen. A star. Okay. Um, is would I've you would you classify this person as a star? I would say this person is a bit of a star. I'm not going to read the parents' names because that's going to give it away. This is a woman. Blank. Woman. This person was born on December seventeenth, nineteen seventy four, in Tampa, Florida, to Catherine Gordon. And Douglas Lyle blank the second. <laughs> she spent most of her early years in New York and Maine before settling in Manhattan to attend the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and the High School for Performing Arts. Natalie Portman. Portman. Styles? No. Although she made her Broadway debut in The Sisters Rosenzweig and performed <laughs> in the off-Broadway Talking Pictures, she debuted on the small screen in ni- late 1994 in a guest shot on NBC's Law and Order. Then, in the following spring, landed her first TV movie role in CBS's Friends at Last, 1995, and finally became a TV series regular by fall 1995. Best known for her amazing performance in CBS's supernatural drama American Gothic as the benevolent spiritual guide to her young brother, she was also a regular on the WB series Jack and Jill as Eliza Cronkite. I don't know. The former, this is not, I thought she was famouser than this. (laughs) Yeah, how the heck, Lady Gaga? 
freaking Lady Gaga. Random All right, person. I'm going to read the last paragraph of her bio. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the woman who is on? I know who this is. She's the woman who is on Studio uh, 60 on the Sunset Trip or something. Um, I don't know. She has now played in movies with such stars as Mel Gibson in the romantic comedy What Women Want, Diane Keaton in the romantic drama The Other Sister, Jamie Foxx in Held Up, and David Hyde Pierce in the romantic comedy Down With Love. She has also had two major roles in the comedy Bug and the drama Levitation. Um, it's Sarah Paulson. Is she famous? I thought she's famous. I don't know who that person is, so <laughs> I chose a bad person, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's a bad person, but it's certainly a bad choice. She's for a bad this person. Game. All right. Uh, Aaron, you are again. a bad person for choosing her. All right. I got another one for you. This is a good one. Good. I'm not gonna screw this up. Don't screw it up. Tom Cruise. All right, no. <laughs> All right. This guy name was born in Glendale, California. He grew up with his brothers, Caleb and Cody, and sisters, Ashley and Amy. Their parents, Kirk um, name, a sewer contractor, and Cheryl, a model, separated around September 2004. His grandfather, William, was a Pearl Harbor survivor and a Navy middleweight boxing champion, while his maternal grandfather commanded a tank battalion in Italy under General Patton during World War II. Jeez. Wow. He grew up active in sports like soccer and surfing. He had English and German ancestry. Notice the tense. He Ooh, had. Heath Ledger? He was cast for the first season of the family sitcom Throb in 1986 and began Ooh. modeling until he received a script for the 1994 movie Tammy and the T-Rex. He attended high school at Village Christian High School in Sun Valley, California, graduating in 1991. With encouragement from friends and an old casting agent who remembered him as a child, he decided to try his luck again with acting shortly after returning from college. He starred in Meet the Deedles, 1998, a campy, silly, but surprisingly fun film which failed to garner much attention. However, lack of attention would not be a problem for him for long. With Pleasantville, 1998, he appeared in his first hit as the town stud, a la 1950s, Oh, who more uh, than meets his match in modern day Reese Witherspoon. He was one of the most memorable characters in the film. Oh, that same year, he and his then girlfriend Rebecca had a baby girl named Meadow. Even though he publicly admitted that Meadow was not planned, <laughs> he said that she is his number what one. What a priority. weird thing to publicly say. <laughs> he and Rebecca separated, and Meadow lives with her mother in Hawaii. She often visited him at his homes in Santa Barbara and Huntington Beach, California. His That's two homes? Awesome. He's rich. Rolls in the teen hits Varsity Blues, She's oh. All That, and The Skulls cemented his continued rise to celebrity. Oh, oh. He oh. was chosen to be one of the young stars oh, featured on the cover of Vanity Fair's annual Hollywood yeah. issue in 19, 2000. Yep, Paul Walker. How have they not mentioned Fast and the Furious yet? It's not up to that point. He wasn't in Fast and the Furious okay. until 2001. Still, they should have led with that. It's a biography. <laughs> oh. Do biographies have to is be chronological? What, is that what it's bio a mini, stands for? A mini Aaron? bio. A mini bio. Is that what bio stands for? Biography? But does yeah. it have does it have to be chronological? No. That's it doesn't have that's to the be. classic biography. No, I, I would mean, say that's it, the boring <laughs> biography. I mean, you live your life chronologically. 
That's true. I try not to. That sounds like something that would be like the motto for an energy drink. Don't live your life chronologically. <laughs> Stop living chronologically. Stop living. And that's pretty good. Trademark. He has two trademarks. Blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I know I know some other people who are known for blonde hair and blue eyes. All right. I'm gonna, I want to just read this person's. I'm going to choose another person, and I'm just going to read their trademarks and see if you can guess them by their <laughs> trademarks. Assuming they have to. Okay. Here you go. Here's his trademarks. He has seven. Often plays romantic leading men with an edge. Often plays characters caught up in extraordinary circumstances. Frequently plays intelligent yet laid back and likable characters. Matt LeBlanc. Beaming smile and intense eye contact. Uh, David Schwimmer. Boundless offstage energy. Many of his many of his films feature scenes of him running. <laughs> what? Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. You really pulled one over on me. <laughs> the trivia one is good. All right, the trademarks. All right, let me think of one other person. So wait, what were Tom Cruise's trademarks again? Those ones or that were, I just said. Those were them? Those were them, yeah. Okay. I was and the last one is known for doing many of his own stunts. Even exceptionally dangerous ones. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I got another person here. I'm going to find their trademarks. And I'm so going they to didn't. Read them they didn't say known for being a high-ranking officer in a Sue Happy religion. Sue Happy, like yeah, they sue a lot Sue of Happy. They sue. They're Sue Happy. They're Sue Happy. <laughs> they're Sue happy. Sue happy. I'm Sue Happy right now. Oh, this person has no trademarks. What? Get him out of here. It makes you wonder, like, is it up to there? Like, is it the actor's PR person who's doing that, who's filling that out or whatever? <laughs> the trademarks. Or or is it the actor themselves? Like, wouldn't it be a great? Few, if oh, no, here we go. Was, All right. A few trademarks. years ago, a woman actress that was like, you know, aging. The actress was a woman? For putting her actual age. She said, I don't want my actual age in there and you're hurting my chances to get jobs. And so take it off. And they're like, no. And then she sued them. That is weird. Like who doesn't like nowadays, doesn't everyone know everyone's actual age? Nowadays, everybody wants to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. (laughs) I forgot about Dre. All right. I got one more here. So what do you say to somebody you hate? For anyone trying to be trouble your way. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, wait. Oh, this person really does have no trademarks. Dang it. That was Anne Heche, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, look up Patrick Swayze. And oh, we'll you try can't... to guess who it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like oh, Phil is I'm missing a basic of understanding of how this game works. think of all right are you ready let's mm-hmm. see i was just holding a knife up to the camera and then i realized my camera's off <laughs> i'm also not looking at the camera so i do not feel threatened 
in case you're wondering, Phil. All right. Here are the trademarks of this person. She only has two. Number one, her four octave soprano voice. Number two, her very regal mannerisms and behavior. Fran Drescher. <laughs> no. <laughs> four octave soprano voice. Uh, Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? He was maybe? born on October 1st, 1935 in England. He? What? You just. Her, she. Okay. Her mother and stepfather were both vaudeville performers. Discovered her freakish but undeniably lovely four octave singing voice and immediately got her a singing career. They just got her a singing career. Uh, <laughs> For Christmas. <laughs> in 1963, Disney asked her if she would like to star in. Oh, Walt Disney asked if she would like to star in his upcoming production, a lavish oh, musical crap. that combined live action and animation. Liza Minnelli. She agreed. Nope. Upon the condition oh, that it? if she didn't so get the role Roger of Doolittle in the pending film production of My Fair Lady. After Audrey Hepburn was cast in My Fair Lady, this person made an auspicious film debut in Walt Disney's Mary Poppins, which earned Ooh. her an Academy Award What's her name? for Best Actress. She's what also in The Sound of name? Music. Yeah. She was also in The Princess Diaries. <laughs> She's also in Shrek 2 and Shrek the Third. Why can't and I Despicable Me? Name? It's Joe. Julie Louise Dreyfus. Julie Andrews. You guys are not good at this game. Hey, yeah, honestly. I'm very good at this game. Are you? I'm going to do one more, give you one more then. Okay. Maybe I'm just choosing people who don't have good trademarks. Yeah, maybe that's no, it. No, I knew like we knew who you're talking about by the end. I just couldn't I just blanked on her name. <laughs> okay, people are here's... this is this is gonna make people this game is legitimately gonna make people angry, I think. <laughs> here you go. Trademarks. There's like, we didn't know Julie Andrews' name. Like we should not that's be playing perfect. this game. Here are the no, trademarks. Number one, smooth voice. Mm-hmm. Number Frank two, Sinatra. Jamie Foxx. Athletic and proportional body. Jamie Foxx. Number proportional three. Proportional body, proportional to what? itself i guess beauty spot on the left cheek oh cindy uh, crawford number four oval shaped handsome face (laughs) number five a man (laughs) yes number five his smile makes dimples oh john candy no who's the guy says as young as age 20 has often played characters whose fiance or wife is killed at the beginning of the film Sometimes she is specifically the collateral victim of gun violence aimed at someone else. What? That is so specific. Number six, blue eyes and brown hair. Bruce Willis? (laughs) Seven, friendly and polite demeanor. Not Bruce Willis. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to read you some trivia. Attended and graduated from Harvard Westlake School in Los Angeles, California. Who is it? Do you guys remember there's a clip from Oprah where she says to the guest, <laughs> who was it? Like, oh, you have lipstick on. Oh, that was like a, that's Drew Brees that I'm thinking of. It's not Drew it's Brees. It's not is Drew it? Brees. No. <laughs> t- oh, because he has that scar. Yeah. Well, it's like a birthmark, I think. <laughs> oh, is it a birthmark? It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. Attended high school with Freaks and Geeks star Jason Siegel. Was named one of People Magazine's 50 Hottest Bachelors in 2004. 
2004. Brad Pitt? Attended no elementary way. school with band members of Maroon 5. What? I knew that. I know that because Adam Levine from Maroon 5 went to school with, um, what's his name? We just talked about him. Jason Siegel. He no, played Paul Red. Paul no. Red. The Paul guy was on the soap opera. Oh. Oh. Uh, 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 James McAvoy. Franco. Yeah, he was. He went to school with James Franco and um, and the other guy, Jonah Hill. Frankie Franco. Um, let's see. His favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Boring. Racist. He worked as a lifeguard before he was successful. He and Kirsten Dunst had an on and off relationship until 2006. He gained five pounds of muscle. What? For his gained five pounds of muscle for his role in Jarhead. Oh no, no, no! He gave Kirsten Dunst a gray and white kitten for her birthday. She named the cat. It's Sophie. Donnie Darko. Studied acting with character. Ivana Chubbuck, along with his sister Mackie. He attended Camp Walt Whitman, an outdoor summer camp in Western New Hampshire. Okay, we know who it is. I am not good at this game. I still don't know who it is. <laughs> He's good friends with Lance Armstrong and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> wow. Um, campaign for the Democrats in the 2004 U.S. Ele- election. Olympics? Election. He was like, hey, you know what? The Democrats are going to win this Olympics. <laughs> they really he got was personally approved by Joe Namath to play the football legend in a proposed biopic about the latter's life. He's the one that if you Google his height, there are very there are wildly... De- Brother-in-law, uh, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Brother-in-law, Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, his sister Maggie is married we got to him. him. We got it. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see what it's how this how tall is, is he? Some people argue that he is a different height than Oh, check this out. His parents forbade him to be in The Mighty Ducks as the film would have taken him out of town for 2 months. <sighs> Dude, he could have been famous. <laughs> he could have been famous. He could have been a mighty duck. So this says, oh, his height on IMDb. What role would he have played in the Mighty Ducks? His height on IMDb is 5'11 and three quarters. Dude, imagine Out. if imagine three if quarters. Jake Gyllenhaal, he would have been Charlie, right? For sure, yeah. Oh, dude, he would have been Charlie. Maybe he would have been Goldberg. So Was he fat? No, I don't think so. He would have either been Charlie or Adam Banks. But probably Charlie. Yeah, he would have been Charlie. Yeah, maybe Adam Banks, honestly, now that you mention it. <laughs> Thanks for our friendship, guys. Dude, Peter Sarsgaard has an enormous <laughs> forehead. <laughs> He's got a five head? Dude, he got a Why didn't they lead with head. that? His brother-in-law, Peter Sarsgaard, has a five head. Is known for his prominent <laughs> forehead. Dude, it is like off the charts, man. Wait, do you think that's one of his trademarks? I hope so. <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard. They should have called the movie five head instead of jarhead <laughs> which by the way peter sarsgaard is in that movie too oh he is yeah that's funny that dude has been in some weird movies is that why it was called jarhead was that like his nickname in the military because <laughs> yeah, it looked they, like a big jar they weren't called marines didn't have the nickname jarhead until that movie until came out that. and peter <laughs> sarsgaard was in it <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good stupid. game and we were good at it 
<laughs> we're, we're you guys are really good at it. They say be good or be good at it, and we were both. Oh man, <laughs> he only has one trademark. He takes supporting roles <laughs> <laughs> instead of leading roles. Yeah, I love that. It's like now I'd prefer supporting <laughs> roles. It's like well, he's just not offered lead roles, probably. Oh, what a weirdo. All right. That was fun. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks. We got to do that again because I like that game. <laughs>